0: Go to sylvan29.com to learn
1: more
2: and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's
0: S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. We're talking football
3: With Bengal Jim and friends We're talking football We hope this never ends And Tom are back for
4: more. Like Joey B., we're here for season four. With Bengal guests
3: and stories not heard before.
4: There's Tony, Mark, and Jamie, as well as our charity. Hoodie Nation, join in from
3: far and wide. Every Tuesday night, the guys are back at it live. By the fans for the fans from day one. It's time to have some fun. We're talking football. With Bangle, Jim, and friends, we're talking
4: football. We hope this never ends. The Bangle boys stop by to drop the speed. Don't get your popcorn ready and take a seat. Season four will
2: and with the Lombardy.
1: what's up everybody welcome to another edition of talking football with bengal jim and friends bengals are at three and three uh the bye week is over we're heading into san francisco on a two-game win streak and a pretty ticked off san francisco team losing their last two games so we're gonna hit it we're gonna talk about that tonight 8 30 we had a very special discussion a discussion you haven't heard in detail at all uh tony the tiger and a group of us will be talking about the fan of the year announcement and how that came about at 8 30 about 8 20 duck race um and we got a bunch of stuff to talk about, guys. Uh, James is somewhere in Fiji. Uh, last we saw, I, I, I don't know if that shark got a hold of him, Tom, but that shark, that video, that shark came pretty close.
4: Hey, well, you know, we're thinking about James. We're thinking about uh, the whole family that's out there. But you mentioned um, the fan of the year discussion. Who won this year? I, you guys didn't get the memo. So, Right, they right,
5: do we, are we still voting? <laughs> <laughs>
6: point point to it. Oh, it's hard to point. Thought, it's like it's backwards. So
4: <laughs> yeah. Tony, I,
5: I thought you borrowed one of Jimmy's sweat like jerseys. I, didn't I, didn't I
1: thought I was gonna
4: say that was uh, that was on at Jimmy's garage sale. Oh, Jesus stop
1: it. Stop it. So we're gonna get into
4: Congratulations, some- Tony.
1: Yeah, congrats, buddy. Proud of you, man. We're going to get into some really detailed discussion about that here at 830. I'm telling you, you're going to want to stay tuned. There's going to be some funny uh, stories that uh, that we're going to be able to share that we haven't shared publicly, I think, internally uh, uh, we've we've done that. But a couple quick updates, uh, a quick announcement, the, the Sunday night game against the Buffalo Bills, uh, another massive tailgate plan. And, you know, we had so much fun last time with the Trailer Park Floozies were there. We're doing it again. Uh, that Sunday night, we're going to have the Trailer Park Floozies back in the house uh, that car they,
2: better not be parked there this time. Yeah.
1: Uh, that, hey, that person that Red Beamer, that's <laughs> the, hey, we will pick that thing up. It's going in the Ohio River. We're putting that stage on top of it, or we're, we're going to do something. But we'll figure it out. But the trailer park flus are back uh, Sunday night uh, here for the Bengals-Bills matchup. Uh, let's kick off a couple quick things. Uh, the wine event. So we're not doing a tailgate in San Fran. We are going to kind of probably tag along and, and share a tail and, and visit San Franati, a, a San Francisco fan group. That's going to be tailgating a lot. One, kind of stay tuned on our social media platforms. We'll share that with you guys. But Saturday nights uh, in Napa Valley, the, one of the most unique, um, I don't know, weekend football events we've ever done before. We partnered with Bold Stripes in Napa Valley. We got a 30,000 square foot wine cave. Uh, there'll be um, acoustic guitars playing, music playing, food, wine. Uh, they will be having a Bengal Light show. There's going to be banners hanging up. There's going to be Bengal highlight videos from uh, the last few seasons. Playing some games, playing on video. We're gonna have a blast. I think that's from one to three o'clock. I'm looking forward to being in Napa Valley because I think what we're gonna do is probably spend most of the day up in Napa, kind of visiting some different uh, wineries up there. Jamie, what happened? Did we just lose somebody. Tom came back on. Uh, I don't know what Tom's doing.
5: <laughs> He's
2: here. You hear me? Halloween. Yep. Can you hear me? He, he, yep, didn't like
5: being, he didn't like being in the bottom right corner, so he switched to the left. Yep, we got Mark down there now,
1: Bougie Mark. um So, uh, Jamie, if you could at some point share that link in the in the chat area, there's only a small handful of spots left for this event. So, if you're able to make it, come and join us. I think David fulcher's coming uh, and his family, and I'm pretty sure there's a chance that Isaac Curtis and some other former players will be present with us as well. But that's going to be a very special evening that night. Uh, at the, the wine event. So hope to see everybody there if you're in San Fran. If not, we'll see you game day. It's going to be a great day. Uh, also, the Jacksonville tailgate. Guys, we are getting, I think we've already sold over 300 tickets to that Jacksonville tailgate. Um, there will be a link that we post there shortly. We have two locations that we're working on right now. Um, both of them are very, very, that's the Arizona tailgate. Sorry, uh, they're very close to the stadium. So stay tuned for some more details here over the next couple of weeks. But make sure you uh, lock up your tickets for that tailgate because that will likely sell out because we have limited space available for the away tailgate then so just keep an eye on the social media platforms for that we had some really fun events here uh the past week and, and a half there's time
3: again. again
1: well that happens usually once once a show for tom but uh we got to mayor- get him a laptop is what we got to do <laughs> uh tom sign back in here in a minute jamie keep an eye on him if you could uh, let's go ahead and hit on. I'll wait for uh, to talk about the movie night thing that we had, but let's talk about the event last night, uh, Tony, the Cincy Hats event. They raised over 10 grand at 16 Lots. Uh, talk about that event a little bit.
6: Yeah, it was a great turnout. A lot of people came out to see uh, Ted um, You know, Of course, they uh, released their beanies um, um, last night. Uh, you, uh, also, they had all their other hats and um, accessories that they have there. A lot of people were buying items. Uh, Ted was taking lots of pictures with folks. Uh, we also had our friends um, Cincy Bob's there um, selling the Ted Karras bobblehead, which I do believe sold out uh, from the last time I heard. Um, so it was a great event. Um, uh, 16 Lots uh, hosted us really well. They actually, uh, for every beer that was sold, they donated a dollar to the cause uh, to help to get them over that $10,000. So um, all in all, it was a great time seeing people and uh, just talking with them and enjoying the evening.
1: Yeah, great crowd there last night. We were there early, kind of setting up, helping Dell and uh, Matt from... Uh From Cincy Hats, and here is a good old uh, Teddy taking pictures with kids. It was just he was just smiling. Hours it was five to eight o'clock, and he barely had a break there. Maybe a little bit late that he got to eat something and had something to drink, but uh, that was a really fun event. But to raise over ten grand on a Monday night, people fought through traffic, rush hour, um, parking the parking garage, and finding that location up at uh, six up at uh, Newport and Levy. It was an awesome evening. And what's crazy about it, a lot of those folks had never been up there before at a new part of the levee and never been to 16 lots. So now they know they have another great place, a beautiful view of the city and great food and drinks there at uh, 16 months. Yeah,
5: um,
3: very spot. fun.
1: Very, very, very cool spot. Um, let's talk about another event we had. Was it not this past shoot? Not uh, obviously tonight. Last Tuesday time we had uh, Cam Miller premiere that um, Riverfront Stadium, the jungle premiere. Packed house at 16 Lots again, but man, goosebumps, tears. Talk a little bit about that that event, Tom.
4: Yeah, Riverfront Remember the Jungle. Cam has been working on that uh, for well over a year. You know, We've been talking with him about it, um, and it was well worth the wait. It was incredible. And I, and I think more than anything, more than the footage, the memories, the dates, how it came to be, was there, and and Cam, I think, felt the same way. But looking out in the audience and and seeing Bob Johnson and his reaction to that, and Ken Anderson and his reaction to that, and Max Montoya and Louis Breeden and Robert Jackson and icky and all the guys, it just it meant so much to them emotionally. Not just to see that, but but to feel the vi- positive vibes. I mean, you got you got to realize uh, through the '90s, anybody associated with the franchise was pounded on, whether they deserved it or not. And those guys, you know, they, they deserve their applause. They deserve the respect and the appreciation and the positive vibes that come from an event like that. So it it just meant so much to them. And I, I think that was my biggest takeaway of the night, uh, that and the hard work that, that Cam always does such a great job with Cincinnati history, especially Cincinnati sports history. But he, he did uh, the jungle part of Riverfront Stadium more than enough justice what an outstanding job and i'm working on it. hopefully one day we'll get that director's cut all three hours of that we only saw 30 minutes of it but it, it was something special
1: yeah i i thought what was really interesting at night you know mark was there tony was there tom was there obviously um prior to the the viewing uh the premiere at 7 30 we had all the players come up on a kind of a upfront and just have them all share a story or two about their memories of Riverfront Stadium. And guys, I'm telling you, it was, it was, <laughs> there was some funny stuff. There was some serious stuff that would kind of give you goosebumps. When you're around as long as Tom and I have been around, <laughs> you hear a lot of these stories multiple times. There were some stories that were shared that we've heard before, but guys, there were some stories that I had never heard before, Tom. I think you probably agree with that one. Um, we do have somebody who did a video of that event when we, the players were speaking. We're hoping to have that to you here by, by this weekend. At some point, it's good. We're, we're cutting it down to a half an hour clip of all 12 or 13 of those players that were there and their thoughts and their memories of, of Riverfront. And there were some very, very special memories. And the other thing I think that was very memorable to me, guys, was um, almost the eerie silence. We're in a brewery, lights go out, movie comes on. You could hear a pin drop in that place. It got so quiet. It was so the anticipation of that, the players, I wasn't expecting that. And I'm not going to say what player, but one of the OGs uh, that, that, got, that played in the seventies uh, for the Bengals had a tear dropping down his face. And uh, when you watch that premiere, I would go to YouTube and look that up. Uh, it's cam Miller films, uh, riverfront. Remembered, the jungle watch that half an hour video. It is absolutely amazing. And I, I didn't know how that event was going to go guys. We had never done that before, but Tom and and, and Tony, had, I mean, uh, uh, Mark, give us your feedback on that night as well.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, a couple things, especially, you know, hearing the players and just how they felt we gave them an advantage with the crowd. That meant a lot, you know, to hear how much, you know, difference we made. They all spoke about another moment, but a lot of them brought up, you know, A, the ground being super hard, and B, how much the fans cheered. And then seeing that Tiger roar, the touchdown Tiger roar on the Jumbotron that brought me back to being a kid. I hadn't seen that in a while. And I also have to mention my man, Cam, he was sharp as a tack that night too. I got to give him some props. He had on the suit with the Paul Brown uh, fedora. He was, he was uh, dressed to kill that night. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Tony.
6: Yeah, it was, uh, it was very eerie just to sit there and, and listen to the stories and the to see the, the stadium and knowing that, you know, for most of us, that was our first game. That's where we, <sighs> grew to love the Bengals. And um, it was a very, very well put together um, film, um, very short film to try to, to try to share everything that uh, is so special about the Riverfront Stadium. Um, you know, I, I was sitting there and just listening to those stories and the players uh, jabbing at each other. And it was like a, they were all back together in the locker room again, um, just having a good time with it and telling the story. So it was a really special night and uh, enjoyed it very much. Yeah, pretty cool stuff again if you weren't there you we're going to be able to have the, the video clip half an hour clip of the players
1: talking about it so we'll have that posted here for you at some point here within the next week hopefully by this weekend our guy's shooting for friday but uh, i'll tell you to be be up sooner sooner than later uh let's talk about let's take a couple minutes here uh, jamie you good or, you okay on your power and your laptop right now we're relying on jamie on his power he doesn't have his cord here so where are you at i'm at 17 percent. all right we're good we're gonna hit on let's talk now about the bye week um and uh you know up to up to the bye, what was what what's happened good this year? And I want everybody to participate. In. If you're watching right now, Twitter, Facebook, or YouTube, type in any comments, man. What do you think went well up until the bye week? Started the season up to bye, and what do you think uh, we need to improve on, guys? So let's talk about it now. And any comments you guys have, post them up there. Let's get some let's get some discussion around this. What do we need to improve on, and what, what well what has to keep going the same way the first half? Tom, kick us off there, buddy. Well, Jimmy,
4: first of all, uh, you mentioned the bye week. There is no Bengals game on the bye week. True. I just want to cover that. Um, No, just, just being a smart elf.
5: uh, You all right, Jamie? We're going to get in trouble for that.
4: (laughs) (laughs) But, um, you know, I I think, and, and I'll still say management and ownership has never put together a better team going into a season. And certainly with intent and covering all the bases I think a couple of things have caught up with the franchise. Uh, One, we had C.J. Uzama, who wasn't an all-pro, but was a good tight end and a fantastic locker room guy who left for New York, and maybe we can argue that New York overpaid him, and he has not had the success there personally that uh, he would want. And then we got Hayden Hurst, who was a very good receiver and served his purpose, was very effective, fantastic in the community, and I, th- I think even though he was here a year, we'll always have a special place in in Bengal's hearts. Earth Smith Jr. came in, who I still think is a lot of talented, and it has not worked. Man, uh, he has not lot. been getting open. He has not been getting separation. It's like we're playing on passing downs with ten guys when he's in there. Um, he's just he's just not getting open. He is not getting the ball, and you know I'm not sure his blocking has been that spectacular. I, I think next year, and we're getting ahead of ourselves, I am getting ahead of us, um, we're going to have to look at a high draft pick this first couple rounds and, and properly address the tight end situation. The tight end's been a massive disappointment. Uh, the offensive line, you know what? From a pass blocking as a unit standpoint, it's probably the best since Zach Taylor got here. Um, I, I think it, it, it might be average, and they, they've had some really good games. Uh, we've got our weak points. Man, teams love to throw those stunts at us and come right up the middle. And they're, they seem to be having some success on that. But Alex Kappa is playing lights out. I think Jonah Williams, if he can understand he can play right tackle, has made himself a lot of money. I don't know whether it will be here or somewhere else. Uh, and, I, and I think Zeus is doing doing a pretty good job of left tackle. And now we found out he's been playing hurt for quite some time. But uh, hopefully he'll be back. Looks like he'll be back Sunday in Frisco, so uh, we've got a healthy quarterback again. I think that the, the most important play of that game last week may have been watching Joe Burrow when he scrambled around. Looked like made Fran Tarkington look like a uh, junior varsity quarterback with that scramble he had. My goodness! So, but if we can get that, if we can get T healthy, uh, get him some separation. The offense can be fixed. And I, th- I think the defense has played well. We've there are games the pass rush doesn't show up. Uh, I think the safeties are still learning, but give the safeties a little more time. Come November, two two full months with Lou them. I think come November our, our safeties are going to end up being a strength with everything. And then and they're not playing that awful now, but we got eleven games to go. I think we got to find seven wins if we're going to make the playoffs. Yeah,
1: yeah there, there's a boatload of comments in here, Jamie. Just want to throw <laughs> a couple of them. We just kind of we can just hit them as they as you pop them up, I man. Everybody's making a lot of good points out there.
5: Sure. Yeah. Um <clears throat> just to tag on to what um to what Tom was saying. Sorry, I'm trying to put the comments up. Um to, to tag on to what Tom was saying. I I think most people will agree that the tight end position is it's the uh, the weakest link so far in this team. I I would if we hadn't seen Burrow get healthier as we're seeing now, I probably would say the play calling, which is always something I, I I, Zach Taylor has won me over. I just, some of the play calling sometimes I know we get to ride on a little bit, but we don't know how much of that play calling has been vanilla because of Burroughs injury and limitations and stuff like that. So I'm hoping to see, uh, I want to see this team go for it when it's, you know, third and seven, third and eight, they're not doing like some chunk plays, like actually going for the first down, but tight end. And Larry asks, do they make a move before the the trade deadline? Uh, We get a tight end? Is there a tight end out there? Who is it? uh, I seriously
2: think that we made a move. I'm not sure tight end would be the move because they had the chance to draft a tight end in the deepest tight end draft in recent memory, and they didn't do it. So, I mean, they could realize they made a mistake, but I just don't see them going for it now when they could have had whoever they wanted. That's just me personally. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't mean,
1: see him. I don't like, see – yeah, that's a good point. I don't I – don't, just knowing the history of the team, I don't think they're going to go out and make a, a deal for a tight end. I, I, they're not giving up on Irv Smith right now, although he hasn't played. I, I To be honest, going into the year, I thought he was going to be the, the biggest pickup we had in the offseason if he stayed healthy. He stayed healthy. He just hasn't performed. And uh, they're not giving up on him, I don't think, at this point. Um, so – I don't think they make any i don't think they make any trades guys tony what about you i think they're they're sticking with what they got no there's no injuries right now knock on wood uh but uh, i think they stick with what they got here
6: yeah the, the history shows that we don't do much trading and um i don't see them making a the move i know there's a lot of talk too about p ryan uh people wanting p ryan back i mean that would be awesome i would be all for that uh, but i just don't see them um doing anything right now at this time i think they're just going to wait until uh you know, next year and try to see what they have and fix what they need to do.
1: Yeah, I'd say let's let's talk about again, let's I want to talk about the things they've done well. Guys, we may have two of the most dynamic starting cornerbacks right now. Uh a young rookie and and uh, I'm telling you man, a cornerback spot time has been extremely solid for us.
4: Yeah, but who is the top rated cornerback on the team and one of the top in the in the conference? It's DJ Turner. Turner, well, that's what yeah, I'm yeah. Yeah. But uh you know, Woosie's on right now. Yeah, and and we'll see. You know, we'll see what a, what a week off does does for that. But yeah, you know, having you have to have at least four starting caliber kick butt cornerbacks every week in this league if you're going to win. Right. And right. I, they have that right now. They they've got that depth. So you know, next year will be next year. But yeah, uh, you know, let's let's hope that. I think I'd like to see the pass rush be a little more consistent. Uh, especially from the inside. But, you know, Trey's having a good year. He's had some moments where he's kind of disappeared, but Trey's having another Pro Bowl year. He'll go to the Pro Bowl again. Um, Sam has really come on. So we've got linebackers that make plays. And like I said, the you know, any problems with the safeties, and the safeties have had a lot of good moments too, I right. think are going to be remedied. Uh, you, go, you know, Lou's big thing is always, I don't like playing young defensive backs, which is true. Because they're gonna have moments when they get burned. But remember last year with Cam Taylor Britt, he had to play. When Chitty got hurt Halloween night, and he had in, step and in, play. I remember that. And he'd had he'd missed most of training camp, but he'd been back for two months practicing hard and he stepped right in and get the job done. DJ Turner this year didn't get hurt in training camp, nicked up a little bit, but didn't miss much time. He's playing lights out. So I think, you know, going back to the safety spot, I think those guys are going to get even better uh, coming out of the bye. I
1: agree. So we talked about things that they did well uh, prior to bye week and things they've done well. We're going to talk about the San Francisco game here in a minute, but I want to get to the duck race uh, before 830 here. So we stick on time of that 830 fan of the year conversation with Tony. So, uh, Tony, kick off the the charity, what we raise money for this evening. How much are you raising? How many ducks we have on the pond?
6: Uh, so we got 20 ducks sold. Um, it was for a local uh, a five-year-old. Her name's uh, Sawyer Parks. Uh, she was diagnosed with leukemia in June, uh, June 1st of this year. Um, struggled really hard. Um, basically had to learn how to talk and walk again. Um, you know, the family's a, a, a great family, and we're just trying to help them to relieve some stress that they have with uh, some medical bills and that kind of thing. So uh, we did a duck race for them, So we raised $500 at the duck race. And then, um, you know, we all talked and basically we want to add to that. So we're going to add an additional 250 to that. Uh, so we'll be able to contribute 750 to the family to to try to help with some medical bills that they're trying to do, work with to relieve some of the stress they're dealing with. Cause right now they got a, enough on their hands. So,
1: and just, just a reminder for everybody out there that we, we are now a 501 C three. So we've had money that we've set aside to kind of help with the tailgates uh, and to be able to fund some of our other charity stuff that we're doing here as well. So, um, Tom, let's go and get this going, brother. You're a duck caller here, and uh, what, are we, what are we playing for? What, what's the what's the winners get tonight, Tony?
6: So we got a BJ Hill sign uh, jersey as well as an Ocho uh, mini helmet um, that we're giving away to the winner. So
1: okay, we'll show those pictures here in a minute. But uh, we got 20 ducks on the pond, 750 bucks tonight for for this charity we we're focusing on. Appreciate everybody participating in this. Uh, Tom, go ahead and kick us off, bud. Jamie, when you're ready.
4: Three, two, one. And they're off, charging past the 275 bridge. That's who we got? We got a noisy duck. It's Jim Yackers duck out in front early. Uh oh. We got right a frozen. There it is. There right, Dad. An obstruction in the Ohio River slows it down. The George Washington duck. I like that. It looks like a, a, what is that? A judge from like England or something was there for him. He's fading back. Uh, got the margarine duck there. He's, he's fading back. Um, here comes green duck. Mike Fravor looking pretty good. They're coming down past the Montgomery Inn boathouse. Jerry Blackwell's in just about every week. He's got a good looking duck with 15 seconds to go. Everybody else is fading. Everybody else is going back. Wait a minute. Uh, Superman. With the Superman Super beret. Oh,
0: um, somebody's
4: charging. Noah, Noah Burns. Noah, Noah. Burns. Noah. <laughs> duck. Nora Burns, uh, wins with a, a river record tying time of 60 seconds. Fantastic. <laughs> well done. Nora Burns. And, uh, we will uh, get with you and you get with us and we will get you your well-deserved prize.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Let's hit on this too, guys. Uh c- Thanks again. I know people love that duck race. been a lot of fun. Uh, find a graphic here. So uh year to date, including the duck race, uh, numbers tonight. And then what was raised for, um, revive family foundation at the movie night, uh, last Tuesday, guys, Tony, 87, 741 bucks. And, uh, Man, we did 130 last year. This is all you guys, all you guys doing this. Appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. Uh, Tony, we've got a lot of people helping, obviously, internally uh, to make this work. But it's amazing the amount of fans, not just locally, uh, nationally, but internationally, that help with these duck racing, these charities.
6: Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, you know, we just help facilitate this. But like you said, Jimmy, it's the fans that are helping uh, contribute these funds and help these charities. And um, with this last one, that's 22 different organizations, foundations or charities that we've been able to help. And uh, and I say this all the time. And I think you say it, too, as well, Jimmy, is it's not only the money that we uh, do here. It's bringing attention to these organizations to, to let people know that they're out there to help them and just bring attention in the overall perspective of what they provide and how they can help you. So it, it's awesome. I just love doing this. And, uh, um, you know, without you guys and uh, Huda Nation out there, we wouldn't be able to do this at all. So appreciate well,
1: y'all. Yeah, love you guys, man. It's just absolutely unbelievable, man. Just and most every one of those charities are local charities. Uh, I, I, I can't remember if I, I got a reference. I got to find that article, but I know I read there's there's more. Uh, charities and foundations here in this region than anywhere else in the country. And and I'd say what, Hoonay Nation is one of the most giving fan bases in the in the NFL, by far, in my opinion. So uh, let's get into a little bit of fan of the year conversation. So we've got a little bit of a surprise for Tony here. He doesn't know about something that's getting ready to happen here in a couple minutes, but uh, I'll tease that right now. But uh, Tony, let's talk about what your take on um, this fan of the year. Tell your story, brother, because I got some stuff to add to it.
6: So, total surprise. Uh, didn't know about anything of this. Um, I know that, uh, you know, the timing, um, you know, I figured it would be like an early November before an announcement came out, but you know, they, they the Bengals are amazing. They, they're able to, to sneak this in here and, and surprise people over and over, at least for the last, you know, four uh, years they've been doing this. It's been a total surprise to all of us. Um, but basically the biggest thing, how they got me in there was, um, you know, they did that from the jungle thing, uh, with the Cleveland game, and uh, they were supposed to mic me up, you know, being the fan. They've been doing that with the fan, other fans. Uh, they did it with Phil, um, also with like Mama T and some family members of the Bengals, uh, micing them up just to see their perspective from the stands. Uh, but the, we didn't get to do that for the, the City Up North game. So they kind of used that as, hey, we want to make this up to you. Uh, we weren't able to do that, but we want to make sure we do it for the Seattle game. You know, just come up in there a few minutes early. Uh, we'll get you all wired up and, um, you know, we'll we'll get you in there. And I'm like, all right, cool. That's no problem. We'll do that. Well, you know, we're at the tailgate, you know, doing our thing. And I'm still down there uh, cleaning up, putting tables away. And, and uh, Grant, the Bengals guy, he's blowing up my phone. I'm like, where you at? What's your ETA? You know, and I'm like, I'm almost there. I'm getting ready to come. And, you know, it was and all these comments that like Jimmy was making and other people and, I'm like, why are they making all these comments? And, like, Jimmy kept on saying, you need to get in there. You need to get in there. And I'm like, all I'm doing is getting mic'd up. It's not a big deal. But uh, it's kind of funny. I almost missed my, uh, you know, my video of uh, them, uh, you know, showing me as fan of the year. But we got in there. He mic'd me up. And we're still in there early. And I'm just kind of looking at my phone and, um, you know, just looking around or whatever. And they start playing this on the jumbo screen. And I got Jimmy hitting me. I got my wife hitting me. And I'm like, what? You know what? why are you guys hitting me? And they're like, look up, look up. So I look up at the jumbo screen and there it is, you know, I'm, I'm confused. Um, I didn't know what was going on. I'm just like, you know, what is this? And, you know, I saw it, but I didn't see it. You know what I mean? I was just totally confused in what was going on. But uh, it really hit me uh, when the mascot, Hude Baby, um, or Hude Baby, uh, Hude tapped me on the back and said, uh, turn around, and uh, he presented me with the fan of the year jersey. And um, that's when it hit me um you know my wife's jumping up and down jimmy's all excited for us and um you know all our whole section was screaming and yelling at me people coming up giving me hugs and congratulations and um it was just a really emotional moment i'm trying to compose myself you know i'm this tiger you know and they got me up on a demo screen and i'm trying to wipe my eyes and um not realizing that i have white pants on and i'm wiping my hands off and i got the makeup and uh, face paint going on the the sweatpants and it was just crazy. So, but, uh, it was awesome. It was, it's a great, great moment for me, our fans. Um, I, I I'm very, uh, thankful for all those who nominated me. Uh, you know, I, I, I just, I don't have much more to say, but uh, I, I just appreciate everyone who nominated me and um, I hope to represent our, uh, our team, our city and our fan base as best as I can. Um, and I'm just looking forward to what the, the fan of the year brings to us this year and, um, hoping that, uh, when I get to go to Vegas for the Super Bowl uh, as part of being the fan of the year that my Bengals and all of you guys are there with me. So that's what we're pushing for right now. Dude, Dude I mean, go ahead.
5: I just found it interesting that he said, who day, baby?
1: Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about these these four ugly dudes right here. Uh, so there was something prior to 2020. They didn't label it as fan of the year. It was something else, but it was pretty similar. Got to go to the Super Bowl, the whole nine yards. Uh, they rebranded it in 2020 as fan of the year who uh, baby who sits in section 158 was fan of the first fan of the year? Uh, uh myself was in 2021, uh, section 158 as well. Uh, 2022, Phil Amoran. Uh, he sits, I, I'm gonna get Phil here in a minute and ask him about his damn seat section here. But and then Tony's section 158. So 158 the place to be, man. Uh, but uh, Tony, look, man, I didn't tell you this was happening, man, but we had to bring on uh, some friends here, man, and, and make you feel at home, brother. So who um, day baby phil what's going on fans of the year right here man what's going That's on
3: who right. day man who day who day baby section 231
1: I, I was going to say two something but i wasn't sure <laughs>
6: <laughs> well i just want to say i am very blessed to be among you all Um, each one of you have represented the team very well i hope i can uh, do the same and uh, do you guys good as being the next one so i appreciate you guys coming on and and uh, sharing this with me
1: Yeah, so I'm sure, I'm sure that there's, I I don't like Sean and and Phil to do is give Tony some advice, maybe what to expect, uh, what things you didn't expect that happened to you uh, today, baby, I'll let you kick it off, let Phil go from there.
0: So, mine was slightly different because I was the the COVID year, so I didn't get the Super Bowl, I didn't get, mine was more the draft that did that, so. My surprises were getting to go up, sit in the commission's chair, present Chase with his jersey, and then get to do the, you know, announcing the fourth round pick, who's no longer on the team, Tyler Shelvin. But, you know, (laughs) I still got the car. But it was just, you know, a cool experience to just be amongst other fans, different, you know, not everybody's a face painter, not everybody, you know, not everybody tries to cover up their ugliness like I do. So, just, you know, you get the... You know, Jimmy should try it, but, you know, that's a whole different story. <laughs> but, I mean, just take it all in and embrace the whole thing. That's the – just be a sponge and just take it all in. Enjoy every minute of it. Congratulations, by the way. I didn't get to see you on Sunday to say that.
3: Thank you. Appreciate it. Awesome. Phil, go ahead, buddy. You know, I, I didn't have a clue. I, I'm I'm just one of those nobodies, and uh, it came out of nowhere. Uh, I think um, one of the things that I wasn't used to was all the notoriety. Um, I'm pretty much a private person, quiet guy. Uh, and so that was a little more difficult for me to handle and still is to this day because Tony, you're well-known who baby. You're well-known. So I Sean, you're well-known Jimmy. You're <laughs> well known. Uh, so that was difficult for me to handle. And, you know, still when you're out in a restaurant, people come up to you and, uh, it, don't get me wrong. It's awesome. I, there's nothing that compares to this as a fan. Uh, I think I had such a hangover from losing to Kansas City and going to the Super Bowl. That was, uh, you know, that, that was kind of a downer. So this year, I expect Tony to bring us home a Super Bowl.
1: Absolutely, brother. Yeah. Absolutely. Tony, you have to do what uh, hooday Baby and, and Phil and myself didn't get done you got to bring the dub home, the Cincinnati, that first Super Bowl trophy, brother. So, I, I don't want to. I, I'd be repeating everything that Houday baby, and Phil said. I if I just just narrow it down to one thing, slow it down, be a sponge, take absorb every minute of this. This will be something you and your family and your when you have grandkids <laughs> that you guys will be talking about forever, man. And it's just a, a fun ride. And like I said, I think I said it last week. Tens and thousands of fans deserve this honor, right? And we, we just happen to be fortunate enough to represent uh, our favorite team in, in our city um, for this honor. And, and I'll tell you what, guys, uh, Phil, you did an awesome job awesome job last year. Uh, the thing that I'll never forget is you trying to sing those damn Christmas songs last year when they, they surprised you. Uh, and the coin flip, the fake coin flip at the draft, classic. Uh, total goat status at that point right there, buddy. So, Thanks, bro. Yeah, and then uh, Sean Houday Baby, the very first official uh, fan of the year. And Anybody who has a problem with Houday Baby, it's not about Houday Baby. It's about them. There's something wrong with that individual. So if you ever hear anybody say anything negative about Houday Baby, uh, it's on them. And I just think uh, the character on this screen is very important and uh, representing your families and uh, your city and your team. Um, <laughs> the, just so many more people could have, been any of us um at the end of the day but uh what an honor and uh tony we we, we love you buddy man and you're just you're the same as everybody on the screen man we i'm excited for you to represent our city and our team and the rest of the year just uh just bring home that dance super bowl for
6: us buddy Absolutely. one
3: job tony one job and it does fly brother it was just yesterday yeah, yesterday.
6: You guys are putting a lot of pressure on me now. We gotta, we gotta <laughs> win these uh, next seven, eight games first. You know? <laughs> what a work. BS yeah. That's all I heard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey,
1: so I just I want to tell everybody this. I I've been so busy at work. I mean, I can't be getting how crazy things are. We've had events going on, charity events, and all this stuff going on. And I've been wanting to do this. I literally did not tell Sean and Phil until about forty five minutes ago about this. And they mo Sean was making tacos on Taco Tuesday. He stopped yeah. making tacos for Tony. Phil's really yeah. <laughs> I, I know who they made a lot of beer. Yeah. Phil was with his grandkids, uh, and said, you know what, I gotta do this. Um, uh, Tony, that's because we love you, man. And we we were really looking forward to you to have the same experience we did, man, and have a great time with it, but we appreciate you.
6: Well, I appreciate you guys, and I like I said earlier, I, I hope I uh can live up to your guys' expectations and uh and what you guys have paved the path for people like me and our future fan of the years. And uh, appreciate you guys taking the time to come up here and congratulate and give me some insight. So I love you guys. Thanks.
0: Absolutely. Love you, Tony.
3: Hey, Good congratulations day. once again and just thoroughly enjoy it, man. I will. Right, well, thank That's you very cool. much. Thanks for your We love All you right. guys. Appreciate Thanks. it.
1: Thanks hey, you. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, guys. So, how cool was that, man? How cool yeah, was, was that? Nice. Those guys literally, it was 720. When I got a hold of them, like, if you can't do it, it's okay. Um, but uh, Tony, surprise, I do, brother.
5: I do have some bad news. That was amazing. I think due to all the awesomeness on the screen, my battery went from 10% to 3%. <laughs> so I'm going to die. So I'm going to let, log off.
4: Rephrase that. Sorry.
5: So I'm going to log off gracefully for now. And I will remember to bring my charger home from, from work. Next so we're
1: all saying we're all saying bye to, to Jamie now because he's gonna die here in a minute his battery's gonna die so um appreciate you being on Jamie when, when you, before you get off there um so let's 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 get into the conversation Tony congrats on fan of the year brother uh, just a very cool very cool thing uh, let's talk about this San Francisco game guys uh what do we got to do what do we got to do to win this damn thing this week because we're going into a hornets nest them losing their last two games this close they need a win right now. Uh, we need a bigger win because we have dug ourselves a hole early. We got to get it dubbed. So uh Jamie, I'll let you kick this off real quick before your battery dies. What do we got to do this week to make it happen? The San Fran.
5: Um okay. Um yeah, I, so I agree with you. I've watched the last couple of weeks, watching San Francisco lose, watched the game last night, which was interesting to see. I still I'm one of the rare people who still think Brock Purdy's a good quarterback. You know, I I think that the dude's come out. He's bald, um, obviously facing adversity now, and they're going to come in or we're going to go in there and they're going to be pissed. So I think um, the, the secret to beating San Francisco is to try and slow down Christian McCaffrey as best that you can. But what gives me hope for that is the fact that we went into Tennessee and we were supposed to get run over by Derrick Henry and I I don't remember how many yards we held them to, but it was the most, the least amount of yards any team uh, ever held them to before. So I, you know, the team can obviously do it. I think we can pull it off. And he uh, didn't
3: make it. He didn't uh, make it. That's it. It. <laughs> great.
1: I can't. That's going to be a clip. I, I right?
4: hate that that Thanos effect. But
1: uh, <laughs> oh man. yeah. So go, actually, You know what, Mark? You kind kind of let's go around the horn here real quick. What do they have to do to get this dub this weekend? What has to happen, man?
2: Uh, for me, the biggest thing is going to be controlling the middle of the field. I remember the last time we played them, we handled uh, the receivers well, but uh, Logan Wilson was injured, and uh, the tight end Kittle destroyed it. I think he had fifteen catches, a hundred and fifty plus yards, and that's honestly how they won the game. So I'm going to be looking. For the defense obviously we have to stop the run but knowing how the Kyle Shanahan offense is he's going to want to attack the middle of the field and you have to force Brock Purdy to beat you because you can say he's good but he is the weakest link on that team and I don't mean that as negative but if you look at every other position they have a world-class player every position group offensive line tight end receiver running back defensive line linebacker and the you know the uh, uh, defensive back so We have to control the middle of the field and just play our game. I don't care if they won. If they lost the game, they're pissed. If they have won, they're getting back hot. So whatever it is, it doesn't matter. We need to come out and play our game and play Cincinnati Bengal football, and we'll come home with the duck.
6: There you go. Tony? Uh, So I don't think we've seen this yet. So we either have defense is doing really well or the offense is doing well. We've never seen them both do very well for the entire length of the game. It seems like one does well in the first half, and then we have one do well in the second half. So I think if we get both of those elements working together, and we have a full um, full game of both sides of the ball working well for us, I, I think that, you know we could pull this win out. I think it's really important to control that win game um, or the run game. And Kettle, you know, he's always a threat towards us. Um, but again, if if we can do uh, both sides of the ball and do it the whole game, I think we'll be okay. Tom? Huh? It's the
4: same thing for us every week. The first thing is protect number nine.
6: Yep. Keep him
4: healthy. Keep him upright. Give him time to do his thing. That's always the most important thing for the Cincinnati Bengals every week. Number two is win the turnover battle, like Minnesota did. Create, you know, Be stripping the balls. We've got linebackers that are really prone to either intercept or cause fumbles. But win the turnover battle. San Francisco's got an offense that doesn't allow – the defense to get to the quarterback. They're very quick passes. I like uh, Mark had a fantastic point when they tore us up last game, which they didn't really tore us up. They beat us in overtime, but Kittle just murdered us, and and that is a uh, that's been a, a bangle Bengal weakness for how long, Jimmy? How old are we? Old. I had, old I had a memory. Had a memory. An old Bengal weakness for a tight end or a slot receiver to tear us up over the middle. Uh, so you, yeah, Mark's right. You've got to contain that middle. You've got to contain Kittle. And, um, you know, if you do have a chance, if they do uh, decide to throw a deep ball and you get that extra second or two, get to the quarterback, but we can't do it. I, you know, it's time for our guys to stand up and start playing their best ball. And when they do, you know, they got to play us. So um, we get a week off the rest, week off the plan. And, uh, they have, uh, they lose, what, a day and a half because they probably got in about 6, 7 a.m. this morning Yep. Uh, into, San, into San Francisco, and they're a little beat up. They don't have uh, one of their starting receivers. So let's take advantage of it and let's make a statement and have a November to remember. Yep,
1: and, and I'll, I'll tell you this, man. It's protect Joe and open holes for Joe. Um, so I really do believe uh, this comment right here, man, if you remember, what game was it last year Mixon went off? Ba- ba- Bengals fans wanted to get rid of him. He had five, was it five touchdowns? Carolina. 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 Uh it, the game before that, they were just I mean, everybody was on his ass. Um, I, I think Joe Mixon, so we gotta protect Joe, number one, but we gotta open holes for Joe. I, I think the I think we're gonna have I think Joe's gonna have a game. bochos. Um, both Joe's, but Joe Mixon's gonna have his best game of the year. And pressure, pressure, pressure on on Purdy, period. Um, because uh somebody made there's been several comments in here about uh, putting pressure on Purdy. You saw it last they, night.
4: They don't allow it though, they 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 do this. Quick three-step drops and boom—he knows where he's going with the ball. It's a very quarterback-friendly system.
1: I, I absolutely love our our secondary and linebacking core against this type of offense. Um, like guys, I know I, I went into—I had an appointment today uh, up in the Loveland area, and I walk in, and one of the employees come out and was talking to me. I was waiting on the the VP to come mm-hmm. out, and he literally was scared to death of this game. He literally was talking about, man, I don't know how we're gonna win this game. They're gonna be really upset. I was like, blah blah blah. They just lost two games. I'm like guys this team over the since 2021 that super bowl run has been the underdog majority of the time they play for whatever reason i think they get things together when they go on the road to begin with uh they get refocused guys i really do think i know the bengals are i'm sorry the san francisco 49ers are favored by five and a half uh but uh, i really do think the bengals go out there and take care of business this week uh, they're gonna do everything they can they're up against a wall right here guys they lost two division games to start the season. Uh, they they're they're losing every tiebreaker as of today. They have got to go on a run. And it it has to start now. You've got the second toughest schedule in the NFL for the rest of the year. You've got San Fran. We got Buffalo coming up. We got a lot of good teams we're gonna be playing here uh, very soon. So one game at a time, old cliche, but we got we gotta start, we gotta get ready to go this week. And the turnover battle is very important, I think, like Mark said. So so man, I don't know, man, uh, a lot of good comments in here, a lot of uh, repeats. I'm not putting everything up there, but a lot of good comments on there uh, about uh, this game in San Francisco. And I didn't download this, but we're going to take:
3: It's a beautiful Tuesday And it's
1: the two-minute warning. It's our man uh, Harrison, uh, the comedian. So let's go ahead and kick off the two-minute warning and get out of here a couple minutes early. Uh, We'll kick it off. Uh, We will let Tony end the show tonight uh, as Fan of the Year, and we'll start with uh, Tom, Mark, and then me, then Tony. Go ahead, Tom.
4: Well, uh, first things first, the big statement was the 2023 Fan of the Year. Nobody deserves it more than Tony, and uh, nobody has handled it with more grace or class that was eligible. So, uh, Tony, congratulations. I hope you do. Love every single second of it. Appreciate every single segment of it. Feel no stress and just enjoy it. So um, every Bengal fan should be thankful that we've got a guy like Tony to be representing us. Uh, I don't know when it expires, I guess this time next year or after the draft, but uh, to be representing us like this, like Tony. So again, congratulations, Tony. Um, it's a big task. Sunday. I don't know when the guys, if the guys are flying out to traditional Saturday afternoon at one o'clock time, or if they're going out a day early, but uh, it's a big task. And it won't be easy, but again, if the Bengals play their best game in all facets of the game, I can see them very easily winning this game, but they have to have their best game together in all three facets, 60 full minutes, uh, no time off, but They can win this game. They just have to have their best game together. I don't think we've seen it yet. I don't think we've even come close to seeing it yet. But um, let's get ready to see it Sunday afternoon. Everybody going out there, be safe. And we will see you next Tuesday night. And, again, thank you to all of you. You have a lot of places you can go for your Bengals news and to share your Bengals fan experience. We thank you for sharing with us. Mark? (laughs) Uh, Thanks, Tom. Uh, I want to start off by saying –
2: uh, Tony, congrats, brother. You are an amazing ambassador for our fan base. Uh, it was funny. I remember at the tailgate, I was looking around, I'm like, where is everybody? We're trying to clean up. I didn't see you. I was like, what happened? They went inside, and then I went, and they're like, you didn't hear? I'm like, no. I was like, oh, I'm so happy for him. Um, you know, there's a big difference between Anthony, you know, the guy we know. He's a really stoic, individual, quiet. And then when you put that war paint on, brother, you are an amazing ambassador with the kids, the things you do for the kids, with the tickets, everything, brother. I'm so happy for you and Carrie. And, uh, you know, as far as the game Sunday, I say it all the time when I think about it, I get excited, goosebumps. Meaningful games coming into November and December. This is what we live for as Bengals fans. We've wanted for so long to play in these meaningful games. And we have Joe Burrow and the whole team. And I just – I'm so excited to cheer the fellas on. Win, lose, or draw doesn't make a difference. Obviously, I want to win. But I just love being able to, you know, cheer on the team that, you know, we're six and three since Joe's been here in November, and six and two in since December. So I'm ready to get things going. Hooday, yeah, day,
1: man. Um, look, man, I, I've said this before. Um, I, I'm trying to say this without, uh, look, man, Tony is the same person today that you see that I know at a different level than when I first met him many, many years ago. Uh, there's nothing fake or phony about tony uh, this dude will do anything for anybody at any time if you needed a sh- if he you needed a shirt off his back he'd be the first one he would take that shirt off and give it to you um, real genuine individual brother and i'm 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 proud for you to represent our team in our city and I'm proud to call you a friend and a friend buddy and it really means a lot uh, and i was um you know i got a call about a week and a half before tony got somewhere around or two weeks maybe before Tony got to named Fan of the Year. I had to keep that secret for two weeks. So the Bengals wanted me to kind of do some things to make sure things happened for Tony. I did a quick little interview for him like a week before. So me knowing that, uh, I had tears in my eyes when they first called me because I'm like, oh my god, I'm so happy for uh, for Tony. But me keeping that in for that long killed me, man. It was it was stra- asked
2: you like 100 times, too.
1: <laughs> I know, I, I, Mark, Mark and I worked together, right? And he's like, you know, he's like, no, no, I have no idea. But it was, it was, uh, but it, it, it was a special day, and to see Carrie uh, there, crying, and just listening to Carrie, and and seeing Tony and the reaction, and almost every fan in section one fifty eight, if they didn't get to that aisle uh, to give Tony a hug and say congratulations, I know the twins came from all the way over the fifty yard line uh, to say something. Most everybody, most everybody in that section, at least was. pointing to tony saying congratulations and that's what that's what real fans do and i I really love that reaction uh i didn't expect that i guess I, i was just it was really cool to see everybody come down from other sections and go out of their way to congratulate tony so very happy for tony enjoy the ride brother that's all i can say and guys san francisco big week man big week um we dug ourselves a hole it's time for us to go on a run here guys and it starts we already two-game two winning streak. What was our, our winning streak last year, uh, Tom? Ten games? We did a ten-game winning streak? Yep. Ten games. And it can be done. It can be done. Yeah,
4: uh, We can win this one. That's all we're worried about. Let's yeah. win, let's win <laughs> Sunday.
1: Right, we appreciate everybody. Thanks so much for being with us. We'll see you in San Fran, but we'll see you next Tuesday night as well. Thank you. Good day, everybody. Good day. Oh, no, no, man, Tony.
4: <laughs> I oh, need the Jamie treatment. <laughs>
1: My bad. This is the you first. The
4: time. I, treatment. This is the
1: first time I didn't close. My bad, Tony. Go ahead.
6: Oh, you're good. So, uh, first off, thank you to you guys for the kind words. Um, I Had to hold back my tears. Um, I just appreciate everything, and um, I appreciate everyone who's nominated me. And and like Jimmy said, all the people that came up to me during the game. It was it was weird because this is the first time uh, in this kind of realm. You know, I got to share this moment with seventy thousand people. You know, they all got to see. You know who the fan of the year was, and the whole stadium was this, you know—I was screaming and yelling, and you know they were all uh, excited for it. So I appreciate everyone, um, and I, I hope I do well. Um, it, you know I work hard; we all do work hard for everything that we do. Uh, this is a, 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 a an opportunity from the Bengals to kind of help uh, say thank you, and I appreciate it. You can't—I can't, can't tell you in how many words of um you know how surreal this is for me you know it's nice to, to get this honor but it's not something that i expect um I, i'm going to keep doing what i do um and you know we're going to keep on doing this charity that's one of my favorite things that fills my heart to be able to give money um, and facilitate these uh, opportunities uh, for people to raise money for all these charities and of course tony's tickets for kids is one of my favorite things uh, being able to give that kid their first experience just for their game uh, I appreciate one who's donated tickets and gave us tickets to be able to do that. Um, but again, I appreciate everyone. And um, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, as for the game, I'm looking forward to it. Um, you know, we had our bye week and we, we all said that we needed a bye week as well. Um, I'm actually going to use this time for vacation. Um, like some of us here on this screen, um, we're leaving tomorrow morning to head out to San Francisco. We're going to be out there for a whole week. Uh, enjoy the, enjoy the atmosphere out there. I haven't never been to San Fran, uh, but for the game, um, I'm looking forward to it. I think I think we can pull this off. Uh, you know, you guys have all said it. We play both sides of the ball. Uh, we do a, a win the turnover game. Uh, we protect Joe. Um, I think we got this one in. I think our run will start. And um, I'm looking forward to having the Bengals and all the Who Nation with me in Vegas. So
3: appreciate you guys. Love you.
1: Good day, everybody. See you next week. See you next, yeah. See you next Tuesday.